When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Hot, 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 hot. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Before we get to that uh, delicious intro, uh, everybody emailing in about... uh, the troll bride. How about this? A little KUPD intervention for the cave troll bride from Ethan Althouse. <laughs> how about you guys get? Uh, how about you get your ass in shape, cave troll bride? Give this fitness model some competition instead of just giving up. Brought to you by Red Mountain Weight Loss, ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self defense training. And if we really need, maybe Doctor Lynn knows a plastic surgeon shave off some of that ugly. <laughs> get on it, Tubbs. Ethan, you're right. Action Ride Shop, too. Get her oh, ass yeah. on a bike. Get on a bike. Yeah. Sweat some down. You got a fitness model pushing the competition. Why don't you try harder? I'll never be as hot as her. She just can't be in my life. All right. That's called quitting. Uh, this lady says, uh, hey, guys, longtime listener and once a month bleeder. Congratulations. Boy, they love saying it now. <laughs> And if you are an expired bleeder, let us know. If you're like an emailer saying, hey, I don't bleed anymore. I'm over it. Expired milk. Uh, how about these, uh, or uh, how are these other bleeders mad about what you said yesterday and not at all about the other stuff you've said over the years, the misogynistic stuff you've said over the years? Come on. They're just picking something to be mad about right now. If they're just now mad, they haven't been listening. No, it's, it, you may, it, well, here's the thing about this, Brady. It's signed Miranda Berger, which, by the way, Miranda, if Brady married you, he'd take your name. Because nothing <laughs> more of, Brady would be Brady Berger for the rest of his life if he could have found that perfect match. Second, My son's name would be Double. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, would, you would fight until you had a son. By the way, you have a daughter, Brady. It's very weird. I know. <laughs> but just, if I'm mar- you would, married. She's gone. You'd have yeah. had a boy. Yeah. You'd have put the stem on the apple if you had a burger for a wife. And there's been times where I think you've tried. No, Miranda, you can't make fun of girls. They argue punchlines. They argue punch- That's why at comedy clubs, it's always the girl that has to be, shh. The, the one that's screaming, it's so true, at the comedy club is never a man. You guys talk to jokes. 
Oh my God, that's a joke. What do we do about it? It was a joke. You laugh or you don't laugh and you move on with your life. You don't argue the joke punchline. Uh, and then uh, this guy says, wow, uh, not going to allow people at the wedding because they're too hot. This dude needs to check his woman. I told my lady uh, where we're going, when we're going, and how we're going. And she, couldn't, right. she couldn't say anything about it. Not a peep. And you know what? I never heard one. Signed Nathan Sutherland. Well, there's a different uh, kind of relationship. Really nice. He had his situation under control for a while. Yeah. Now, again, let me preface what I'm about to do next with I'm here for the jokes. I think the world's gone haywire. I think the simulation is broken. And I'm here for the laughs. I know they can be terrible and detrimental. I know when the alien invasion comes and they try to have, you know, the whole new world order. The more I read about that, the more it makes sense is that it's a government trick to say, hey, UFOs are real. Just uh, let us save you to become uh, Captain Save a Society. The governments are going to love the idea of that. So keep your eyes on it. Be educated. But don't panic, right? Uh, but do laugh at stuff like this. Don't pick a political defense. This is the other th- – like we're making fun of women making – a defense of period jokes. <laughs> barking around. Same thing with you politics people. It turns you into women on their periods arguing the punchline. This is funny no matter which side you're on. And it's, uh, it's eyebrow raising. Love this whole thing. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 75. Uh. That is so uncomfortable. That is so very uncomfortable. Former President Bush giving his speech about how wrong it is to invade a country that didn't do anything to you. Uh, Daddy? Daddy? Out of the blue. (laughs) And he slipped up, and I guess it's Freudian, to say, uh, you can't have an invasion of a country without provocation, Brady. I mean, imagine just wandering right in there like Putin did. Blasting some nation that really didn't have anything to do with what went wrong. A wholly unjustified attack of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine, whoops. (laughs) It's terrible. And then to go, 75. Why are you giving the speech? You're too old to remember your point. 75 years old. You got to give me some leeway. Sometimes the truth will pop out of my mouth. Tell the truthitude because I'm 75 and I don't have that filter I used to have. Remember how good my filter used to be, Brady? It was in, un, it was unpenetratable. Strong. Strong filter. Like uh, like those Folgers. Uh, you can, sometimes people use like a, uh, what do you call those things? Like a paper towel. Filter their coffee. You know, I'm like one of them Folgers filters. You know, nothing getting through. I'm like a, I'm like a last drop. I'm like a, one of them dolphin safe tuna nets. Only good stuff gets through. Anyway, it's just abhorrent. And I'm giving a speech to a bunch of people. It's abhorrent to march into a country, take it over. Can't believe it's being done in Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. Whoops. Good roast. It's a phenomenal mistake. And I'm sure a bunch of people will defend it. And I'm sure that you get the the people like, ah, now, you know, he shouldn't be giving speeches if he's, I mean, the president that we've currently got is too old to be doing stuff. Man. So and this guy's four years younger than him. He was president fifteen years ago. You gotta you gotta say when a when a complete and utter f- up happened, you have to just sit back and go, my guy effed up. Of all the ones. My guy effed up. And there's plenty of those. The the more we admit that these guys goof, 
But listen to I mean, listen to his, listen to the crowd's laugh. The, the decision of one man. So uncomfortable. To launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 75. Uh, <laughs> we still love you, even though that was brutally uncomfortable. Iraq, too. Oh, geez. Get your speech on. Yeah. We're, and now Charlie We're at Sheen. this fundraiser, whatever you're doing. <laughs> Charlie Sheen will now talk about the abhorrent behavior of Tiger Woods. Uh, all right, let's not have, let's not get George's opinion <laughs> on uh, unjustified invasions. I know, I'm going to hear from, oh, you know what, Hillary voted for the war. I don't, you're arguing the jokes, you're the same as the lady downstairs with the period. You don't argue the jokes. Doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what he means. It came out. This guy said, the best thing about this is George W. Bush is back in the squares. Praise Texas Jesus and praise yellow cake. I don't even know what that means, but all right. Yeah, people love me. Come out and say things that are true. Uh, the next speaker on the dais is O.J. Simpson. He's going to talk about how terrible Scott Peterson is as a man. I just talked about how wrong it is to invade a country. I mean... Who hired this group? You know, we need to talk about that Ukrainian situation and how terrible it is. Hmm. Invading a country that was doing nothing wrong. Who's the best voice for that? May I suggest uh, President Bush? Great work. Can we get him? And how does he say yes? How do his handlers say, hey, we want you to talk about how bad it is invading Ukraine and stuff? Sure. Mr. President, I don't think that's the best idea. Why? You kind of were that guy. What do you mean? That guy tried to kill my daddy. The guy said it to him right before he went up. Yeah. Remember, don't mention Do anything not. about yeah, and then, and then, Iraq. Yeah. It was like five minutes before he's going through his cards. Mr. President, just a quick reminder again. Don't mention Iraq. Do not mention Iraq. Say it back to me. Do not mention Iraq. Say it again. Do not mention Iraq. Just keep saying that in your head. Okay. Do not mention Iraq. Do not mention Iraq. Do mention Iraq. Mention Iraq. <laughs> mention Iraq. Mention Iraq. All right, I'm up. Let's get this done. That's crazy. That is a very odd moment, and I enjoyed the hell out of it because when I saw it, I'm like, well, he's got no power anymore. He's making a fool of himself. Why would you even put yourself in that position? What happened to painting in the basement, George? <laughs> People liked and you down mess, there. I was like... Don't care. Yeah, well, I don't know. I know. You see his face. He's, he's like, ah. Oh. Well, he's Iraq too. <laughs> 75. I'm 75. I shouldn't be talking. I'm not even allowed to work the remote anymore. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is garbage. Laura doesn't even let me watch TV shows I like. I can't work Netflix. How hard is that little button on the Samsung? It just takes you to all the channels. I don't understand. Anyway, shouldn't invade countries, didn't do anything. That's the point. Sorry, I'm going home. 
It's his mini talk before the fishing tournament he's speaking at. Right. And now, Charles Barkley to talk about the dangers of gambling. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know who brought him up there, but it makes me laugh. But the, the Bush thing is, that made me, I laughed, I giggled, I watched it about ten times. I'm like, did he try to cover? He doesn't, because even at the end when he just goes, ah, wreck. <laughs> yeah, that too, shouldn't have done that. Whoops, I guess I'm more like the guy I'm condemning than I thought. We thought it was weird with George. And then it got just off the rails weird oh, with yeah. Trump. <laughs> like, the words that he said, like, he wouldn't, that wouldn't even be. A blip on the radar with with Donald. He was entertaining though. Oh, hilarious! I mean, that's when I, that's when I realized. Oh, let's just sit back and enjoy the laughs because there's not a whole lot of control we've got anymore. Screaming and yelling at the Fox News or the CNN, and just just let it go. That's all this is now. Uh, and also, no control over that. Somebody emailed me yesterday and said you, uh, that I brought up the Devin Booker, uh, Kendall Jenner thing, and that that could very possibly have been. A factor. A factor in the playoff performance of the Suns. Not just that Devin Booker was a little off, but the whole team was. So as I watched this team all year long, and then you watch the Mavericks and Warriors last night, and you're like, I don't even recognize this game. Like what those two, and, and the Warriors end up crushing them. And the, Ma- I said, the Mavericks looked like they did the first couple games against the Suns, and you're like, was there, there was something emotionally wrong with the Suns, like the locker room was screwed up. And it brings me back. I talked about it with Jay uh, Ackerman yesterday. Uh, remember when Ryan Sandberg's wife got busted banging other Cubs? I don't remember. I that. don't remember yeah. that. In the late eighties, and it was it kind of derailed Ryan for a while. Ben Zobrist. Yeah, yeah. Ben Zobrist was a, a National yeah. League World Series or American League World Series MVP in 2015. Damn near did it again. Then he have to take time off. Didn't he? Did he win the MVP with the Royals or the Cubs? Now I'm confused i think he got it with a i don't remember but he got the world series mvp two times two years in a row helped the royals win a world series helped the cubs win a world series was a catalyst for the cubs when they had him he's older his wife uh was julianne something like that but she was a, an aspiring singer and he was fronting all the money for her albums uh had a deal in his contract that she got to sing the national anthem at cub home games like five times a year she was Mrs. Zobrist was out there all the time. He was very religious. They hired a life coach slash pastor to live with them and That's coach right. them through life. It was a, a, a I think he may have been all facets yeah, all, of yeah, life. all of it. Like it was religion. Like her career, his baseball career was unwinding and all that. Turns out she starts banging this priest. Pastor Part guy. of life, your physical. <laughs> you got to back of marriage. Take care I of can it. help you with it. Starts banging this guy. He finds out about it. Never sees another pitch in baseball. He, he was so distraught. All right, so it was because I, I was thinking of someone else. He just went off. Uh, he couldn't play. And yeah. n- none of the Cubs. And never off, came back. Never came back. And it was at the end of his career, but he was still a. I mean, the guy just won two World Series in a row and was a major part of both. It wasn't like it was just he can't play anymore. He could still get you from A to B every third or fourth day. The woman did what she did. And Ben had to take a leave of absence and never came back. Couldn't play another day of baseball. He was so messed up. And didn't, um, as far as I know, didn't recover any of the money. Wasn't there something? Cause he was- I, I don't know how that ended. I just know that his baseball, oh, yeah, you know, because the Cubs were paying him and being nice. And then they're like, look, you just walked away. There's, we can't give you your salary. We can't guarantee that. Yeah. You walking out. But also the guy was being paid. Steve Nash. The pastor. 
Sure. Oh, no, I don't know yeah. how much that guy got. Steve Nash is another one where the rumors abound about his time with the Suns when his wife had a baby and he, he gave her divorce papers right there in the delivery room because I, it, what, it, what it sounds to be is like, look, if this baby is not coming out right, we're getting divorced and I've got the papers right here. I have suspicion or I have knowledge that you're telling me one thing and I think another. The proof will be in the pudding. And out came the baby. Not my baby. Divorce. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know for sure, but it sure looks bad when divorce papers are served and Jason Richardson and uh, Leandro Barbosa are traded within five days of that birth. What was the highly suspect song? Yeah, 16. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> baby's not, uh, uh, what is it? The ba- uh, uh, it's baby's a different color and baby I'm not a brother is the line. Yeah. And we asked Johnny, is that really? He goes, oh, yeah, that happened. I'm like, oh, and it's just too much to swallow was the, you ripped my heart out. Steve Nash's career, not quite the same after that. So the succubus is real, and her name is Kendall Jenner, because I'd forgotten about Blake Griffin. She dated him. He was playing real good basketball. She dated him, riding the bench. They broke up, and he can't play anymore. Ben Simmons is one of the most talented basketball players that's ever walked the earth. Dated Kendall Jenner. God knows what happened to him. He can't perform in the playoffs. Last year, at one point, I think he was 0 for 25 and wouldn't shoot. <laughs> okay. He had zero, like zero points from the field and had like 12 assists and a couple of rebounds. He's like, I, he wasn't even looking to shoot. There were times he was under the basket by himself. They weren't even guarding him because he just knew, I got the yips so bad, I can't do it. Kendall Jenner, ex-girlfriend. It's all starting to come can't together. Can't help myself, must date her. How many, right, how magical is this? This P-beam that's Don't coming do off it, her. Man. Don't do it. People warned him. Look away. So yesterday I was reading about a bunch of stuff, and there were tweets uh, from when people found out Devin and – they went to Sedona. was the first like, whoa, are Devin and Kendall dating? And they just go, oh, we're just friends. We're just friends. And all these tweets that are being resurfaced now, don't do it, bro. <laughs> She's destroyed <laughs> lives. Look around. The landscape is littered with dead NBA guys. The whole family wrecks them. The, my, mine, I would have tweeted out, I'm like, look, every man that's around this family ends up emasculated. Even their dad cut his own dick off. I mean, come on. Between the Jenners and the Kardashians, it look, it's, it's a, a demilitarized zone oh, around it's, them. It's the DMZ of yeah. the NBA. And so I don't know the facts or anything else. As a fan, you're looking for reasons why it all went south. And you point to the same things that happened to Blake Griffin and Ben Simmons with this particular girl. Succubus is a real thing. And as a sports fan, the last thing you want is that, is a girl wrecking things. There's been, like the Ryan Sandberg, Cal Ripken story is phenomenal because it involves Kevin Costner. Whether it's real or not, uh, Costner was banging. Also, evidently, the the Cal Ripken Iron Man streak was going on. And there was a, evidently, Cal Ripken was banging Kevin Costner's wife. Oh. Kevin Costner. Or was it the other, other way? way other way around. Kevin Costner was playing in Cal Ripken's Ripken wife. left the house to go to the game, and the Ripken ballpark. Ripken went and evidently there was a scuffle. He found them together. He, f- and there he was forgot a something, turned around. Yep. Calls back to the team and says, streak's over. Uh, I think i got to beat the hell out of Kevin Costner tonight. And magically, <laughs> the sprinklers wouldn't shut off in Baltimore that day. Coach so they had says, to the game. you deal That's with Bull Durham. Durham. That's it's Bull Durham, Durham right yeah. there. The and Costner Durham. was in it. Yep. Oh come on! It, no it, way. It's, it's, it's rumors, but it's wow. But you go back to the uh, the actual day. There was a sprinkler problem. Yeah. At so they had a two day delay on yep. the, the game. 
and Cal Streak lived. Wow. So I never knew that one. Yeah. That's, it's even uh The succubus. Ar- They're very real. Arliss or uh Oh yeah, that, that HBO, HBO show made, yeah. made light of even it. Even talked about yeah. it. It's a it's a lore. It's baseball lore. Right. It's not necessarily fact. Same as Steve Nash's thing. Yep. But boy, the fact that it that it came out to us, Delonte West, oh, banging LeBron's mom. <laughs> he was getting on that money train. <laughs> That's still great. Delonte West is one of the ugliest people on the planet, and sitting in the and it ruined the Cavs. <laughs> it, it hurt. It hurt the Cavs that year because I think that was the playoff year where LeBron just walked off like I'm done here. Celtics are going to kick our ass. I'm not even going to try. And it turns out, you're like, you know why? Delonte West was banging LeBron's mom, and he found out about it during that series. And it was a different LeBron James. <laughs> so you have to wonder, and I'm just going to speculate because that's what I do for a living. Was there another son involved in the Devin Booker issue? What divides that locker room? The one thing about the sons that everybody talked about was how they're all best friends, and this team does everything together, and they, they hang out and play games. Another and, son or just another player in know. the mix, not a- in the playoffs. Aiden was the one that was like really sitting out and, and playing. And the rumor is... Uh, uh, he just didn't sleep. That Well, that Monty said to him, you effing quit on us. You're not Like there was something going on. All yeah. of a sudden, this team of Kumbaya... Turned into arguments, and this guy's mad at that guy, and nobody looked like they were having fun, and uh, the role players were all gripping. Campaign didn't play at all, and that dude was all year long the first guy off the bench between him and JaVel McGee. First guy off the bench, and then Bismarck Biombo's the first one in a rotation that Monty used for the last three games where they got drubbed out of the, the gym three times. They were down by 40, they were down by 30, and they were down by 26 in the three new rotation games. Monty's a good coach. He's not going to run that rotation out three times if it meant double-digit losses every time. And he did. Explain it. Something was going on. I won't be on the floor with that guy. I won't, you know, something like that. There was, there was something going Man. on. Has to be. They, you just don't run away with the NBA regular season. And you can lose in the playoffs, but they melted down. Oh, that was a meltdown. They melted yeah. down. And, and something happened. And damn it, as a fan who pays for season tickets, I demand to know. This is garbage. I'm putting up big money for this thing. If you're going to have a soap opera, let me in. I'll buy popcorn for that, too. Put it on the big screen. But, but I'd forgotten all about Ben Simmons, and I'd forgotten all about Blake Griffin. Completely. And it's the same girl. Frank Johnson. Frank Johnson, who evidently had some sort of nefarious behavior with a client. The big sponsor. Yeah. And was gone. He was the coach at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth quarter, Frank. <laughs> delivering the goods. He delivered. delivered the, he, look, client relations, he was strong in client relations. A little too aggressive, I think. But uh, you go through the, the laundry list of, of sports and the woman who ruined the guy. And there's movies about it. I mean, Bull Durham has that part, too. Don't get yeah. with her. She'll ruin everything. You know, and then you got the slump busters and you got the girls that ruin things and and they hang around. You gotta be careful. They hang around the arena. The ones that have been with multiple players are the ones you avoid. But uh is it Julianne Zobrist? Is that her name? You remember? Uh, yes it is. I mean as a Cub fan I used to sit and go, Ugh, is Mrs. Zobrist singing again? This guy Was has- that part of his contract? Yeah, five times a year. Oh, no, seriously? I had heard five times a year she got to sing. The uh, national anthem. And, man, I think she did it 12. I think she was just the go-to. 
and minimum and got to do the seventh inning stretch once not to take well she got to do the take me out to the ball game to promote her new album nobody knew who she was or cared that she was ben zobrist's wife and had a dream and he was funding it and she banged the religious leader that they had coaching them it was based upon his record that he had going into the season that they'd promote the album yeah he's on a roll man promote yeah. it there's been so many times that the uh <laughs> Scott Scott says Delonte West is my hero. Anyone that does that to Bron Bron is okay by me. You know what? Me too. I wouldn't hang out with him in public because it's like hanging out with a clown mask. The guy scares me physically. Well, this right sober's wife isn't even that hot. No, she's like average. But Ben's a religious guy, and so he was. You know, they. It didn't matter about hot. It was about the connection that she had with the pastor. Actually, that's a bad picture. She's better looking than that. Look at those hairy ass arms, too. But, <laughs> oh my God! You point look out they are. Man, can look you at that. Yeah. Look at that. Oh that's those sick. are as hairy as your that's arms. Sick. She's got opera gloves. If you're oh, showing the, that, those are dude arms. They are. <laughs> if those show dude. up in pictures, that that's pretty good. It's just like McGill the gorilla there. Ugh. You got dude arms. <laughs> you know she's got sideburns and a stash. <laughs> Well, that's hair extensions too. That's 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 not uh, on her arms. She, no, no, I think it is. I, it looks like hair extensions on her arms. Man, Brett, you are awesome at finding flaws and pointing them out. Look at that. That's my favorite thing. That's a lot of fuzzy arms. Sorry to the fuzzy arm ladies listening right now, but right turn, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> She's not that bad. <laughs> She's, not, She's not any which way but loose. I'm bad. telling you. He's not right turn Clyde orangutan bad. It's close, Man. but see, it's it's noticeable. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. How many times Ben said that in the car? Oh, right man. turn, Juliana. Knock it off! Slugged the guy. Damn it! You hit my nature. Quit doing that. I punched that direction. Left turn, Clyde. Oh my God! All right, she's not that bad. Ask the priest. He loved tangling up in that hair. And she was the inspiration for the Disney Pixar movie Tangled, too, where her hair always got all tied to other things. She's like Velcro, that woman. But anyway, I'm just pointing out that it is not a uh, it's not an uncommon thing. They're very real. And in sports, they've been incredibly real. In regular guy life, uh, there's no such thing as a succubus because succubus has to want something from you or take away your talent. Most of us don't have any. So a succubus is just some crazy chick that kind of, you know, puts you under Let's her Go strip. back to the natural. I call it back to the siren. Yeah. Is it, oh, my God. That's right. The yeah. movie The Natural. Call that was it. a succubus. Destroyed his career. Yep. Roy Hobbs. He's the next Babe Ruth. He was the next pitcher. He was the next great pitcher in baseball. He struck out the whammer, for God's sakes, at a train station. And Barbara Hershey comes in and puts a bullet in him. And not only that, the other one he liked... Right. Was, Brought uh, him into Kim Basinger. And what yep. happened to Bump Bailey? He died, too. She was dating Bump Bailey. He dies. She switches her attention to Roy Hobbs. He gets shot. It's the precursor to the Kardashians and the Jenners. It's, that, that, the, the natural is a life lesson, and be careful of groupies around sports. The only thing that b- bummed me out is he ended up with Glenn Close. It shouldn't well, be other, you know. Sure, sure, sure. could have done a little bit better. Yeah. Now. We all know Roy Hobbs. I mean, she did a good job in the movie. Let's, okay, come on. Roy Hobbs' girlfriend ended up being Glenn Close at the end. That's Bob Redford, man. But again, she trapped him. She did. Because 17 oh, years earlier, yeah. right. she yeah. had a baby and didn't say a word until... Yeah. And guess what? She didn't bother him the whole time he was recovering and playing, you know... In the minors. Running around the minors yeah. until he finally got a shot with the New York Knights. 
And when the New York Knights called, all of a sudden, Glenn Close is back. I've been watching you. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. I want you to meet my boy. Oh, you got a son? Yeah, I do. And you've got a paycheck that's regular from pro baseball, so let's get on this. Introduces him to a kid that looks just like Roy Hobbs when he was a boy. She trapped him. The Natural is all about beware of women. It has nothing to do with baseball. It's all about, look out. If you have any success, you're going to get trapped or shot or something terrible is going to happen to you. Roy should have called Kevin Rowe right away. Bump Bailey might have been a dick, but Kim Basinger just distracted him to the point where he ran right through a wall and broke his neck. Watch The Natural. I didn't even think of that. That's a good example. It's always something when uh, well, I, I've you know they they can ruin a pro pro uh, athlete's career. That's why we always say that. Like, why are you getting married? You're 21. You got like maybe a 10 year career where you're going to make millions of dollars. Let's not get distracted with relationships. And Roy only had a one year career. Yeah, Roy he was only, a one and done. Well, he had to be because of all that. That was a the big year. Murders. I mean, he was going to be the next great player in baseball. It was a known fact. And to rally up, even when your side busts open, man, it's bleeding blood, bleeding from the hole from he that silver it. bullet. Ah, crazy One's bitch! Best dingers I've ever seen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wonder boy. Schilling's bloody socks got nothing on Roy Nothing. Hobbs. Well, I mean, that was what it was like when yeah. Schilling started to fake bleed all over the mound, because that's the fakest thing in baseball history, Schilling's Achilles tendon being sewn to a cadaver and bleeding. Ow! Yeah, I don't, I don't believe you're still throwing 97 when your Achilles is barely attached and bleeding. I mean, come on. No, thank you. Uh... So you're telling me a white woman uh, cheating on a black professional ball player is actually a thing? I got a suggestion for young Devin Booker on how to handle such a situation. Signed, Ornthal. Okay, OJ. That's how you usually just pop in. You don't have to email, too. Anyway, so I just looking at that and the Ben Simmons stuff and all that, and I started chatting with a couple people yesterday about other times that's happened in sports. It's like, man. There have been a ton of examples of, wow, that ruined the whole team. A Yoko Ono situation. The Bible says so, Brady. You should be all over this. There's warnings. Introduce the lady into it, and she's going to screw it up. Story after story. Yeah, it started with the first two people, according to the Bible. It opens I don't believe it. it opens up with, like, there's a guy. Things are going well. There's a woman. Oh, crap. Well, here we go. She ruined everything. And I think the Bible is, is fiction, but it's based in what people would see, had seen. And so it made the most sense to people to say things were fine until we let them do stuff. Samson and Delilah. Oh, all of it, yeah. But especially the, the one where it's like, dude living alone, loved life. Then she showed up. He's like, all you have to do is not eat the apples, please. That's, that's all I ask. And what does it make her do? Chow down on apples like like she's Johnny Appleseed. She couldn't get enough of them. It's so good, right? Yeah. I told you to not eat the dangerous apple. But it made sense. To, I mean, that, that story is ridiculous. The talking snake gets avoided. Uh, all the stuff that you're like, oh, this is all crazy. Except the part about the lady doing what she's not supposed to and wrecking the whole garden. Like, that's the one part of the story that made sense to everybody. Atheists are like, that part adds up. That makes sense. They tell her not like to do that it. That story's so far-fetched. Helena <laughs> Troy. 
<laughs> yeah, she created the whole thing. Anyway, what are you going to do? Succubuses are out there. Not all women are succubi. This isn't a, a, you know, but just be careful. If you've got something to lose, a succubus is close by. And they're, you know, the Homer and the Sirens. This goes way back to the Odyssey and all that. They wrote about it like, be careful. You're on your quest. You can be wildly distracted by the sirens in the water, and they'll rob you blind. Robin Givens and Mike Tyson. Oh, the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, potentially, until he met her, and his life fell apart. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I mean, uh, man, I'd be good if you're talking about great things. Johnny Depp was <laughs> Tonto. I mean, come on. It was Donnie Brasco, too. Mm, that one's okay. It's one of the lesser mob movies. Johnny Depp was okay. Did you like Donnie Brasco? I did. You had Pacino to. was great. You have to like it. because Pacino's, Pacino's great. Man. It is. Like that's, a, that's a mandatory like for you. Yeah. That and Carlito's Way, I think you have to like. And the rest of us are like, nah, I like Casino. I like the good ones. Mm, Donnie Brasco's a little bit. Nah. Nah, it was good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to argue with it. Come on. <laughs> I'll end up in a hole. Uh, it's 722. Lake Mead. Yeah, yes. So just beware. If you've got something to lose, there's a succubus nearby. Not all women are succubuses, but they exist. And you'll cry yourself to sleep in a pillow, booted out of the playoffs by 33 points because you allowed it to distract you. Oh, scary. Uh, what do you got over there on the big board? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. If you're that bride that doesn't want the uh, fitness model coming to your wedding, well, you should head on over to Action Ride Shop. They got all the bikes to get you on the trail. Bikes, gear, and everything else to get that ass into shape. Go to actionrideshop.com. Josh and the boys there will completely take care of you. And uh, well, we had a bunch of requests here coming in from our sales department. Uh, hell yeah's <laughs> blood for blood. Uh, body counts rain in blood. Ew. Uh, let's see here. I know, they, they covered the Slayer song? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Maybe I did. Uh, let's see here. And uh, for that bride, uh, Fat Bottom Girls from Queen, yeah. Fat Girl from Steel Panther. Uh, in this moment, horror for her. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And then we got, you know, Ozzy Ministry. Can you imagine point. what that bride's bridesmaids look like? If she's, picking and, if she's picking and choosing the guests because they're hot or not hot. Yeah. It's a bunch of broadzillas. The bridesmaids. I mean, yeah. I feel sorry for the groomsmen who thought I'm going to try to get laid at this wedding because you'd be better off climbing on top of the mint mattress from Tough to Needle. It's probably uh, more shapely and weighs less. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe it's just a roundabout way to try to cut down on people attending the wedding because lumps of food. Too. Well, then just say food shortage. So. Well, the fitness model is not going to crush the food problem. That's your yeah. concern, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you. Well, you're have talking that about worry. The, you're talking about if you know <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. That's a Brady thought, and it's only a Brady thought. You worried about the buffet line? We were at Chris's wedding a few weeks ago, and they had a buffet section. And Brady kept walking by the table, like all the food was set up. And he's walking by. I'm like, Brady, sit down. Well, I don't see my nameplate. Well, they're not going to put it right at the table with all the food. One of these is mine. I'm like, no, no, it's a buffet style. (laughs) Oh, garbage. I'm first in line. Brady worried about the food at the (laughs) troll versus fitness model's wedding. Maybe I just want to save some food for the bride. Not me, the bride did. I know. she. (laughs) Don't defend it. You're getting like the ladies downstairs. Don't defend the jokes. <laughs> Just run away from this one. wonder how the food spread was at that wedding that hasn't happened yet. Now that there's no fitness model, it's going to be a frenzy up there. 
the fitness model was not going to dent the food production. I'm looking out for the price per plate. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Because I'm going to get mine. I also have to say, I'm going out there. Today's not a good day for me, by the way. Uh, I know already it's bad. I've got uh, uh, my friends from Happy Ending scheduled today to come to the house. We've got uh, the very, I'll tell you this, the very first cat I've ever owned is a cat named Lucy. My pool guy was in a bitter, messy divorce and was moving out. And he said, I know you're an animal lover, big dog. He said, I know you're an animal lover. And I got this adorable little cat. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll hang on to the cat. And fell in love with it. I've never been a cat person, ever, in my entire life. I didn't understand their behavior. I'd never had one in my house. I didn't grow up with them. Lucy changed all of that. Every bit of it. Made me a cat guy. I've got Elgato now. Lucy was this constant presence in the house that was just calming. For whatever reason, a cat can do that. Like, they can just be next to you and calm you down. Uh, There are... A countless amount of people are like, oh, just don't get Until you have one, you don't get it. She changed me on cats completely, and today will be her last day. Uh, she's got uh, – she's very old. She's like 18, 17 years old. Is this the diabetic one? No, that's Elgato. Okay. She has, she's had kidney issues for the last couple of years. We've had to do sub-Q uh, IVs and all sorts of stuff. She's been cooking along. The last few days have not been uh, – it's obvious that that's going on. So today kind of sucks. Uh, but it will make me happy today – to go to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue after the show and film my video with whatever cat, or I'm, I'm going to make them uh, have a cat today, uh, to give a cat a great life uh, because I think we did that for Lucy. And uh, Megan is an amazing cat mom. Like she monitored the medicine and all this other stuff. But today, uh, the, the folks from Happy Endings are going to come by and we're going to make it so Lucy doesn't have any struggles anymore because it's just, she's not going to get better. And it's brutal. But the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue people are so amazing. So uh, I wanted to say thanks to them because yesterday they were in the news. Some guy named Salty Thompson hopped in a canal and saved a dog out of the canal. It was a stray. Uh, they don't know. It's over there at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Hopefully, uh, maybe the real owners come by. I don't know that there are any. If not, uh, this dog will be up for adoption over there at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. They do amazing stuff. So if you're thinking about it and you want to do something nice. Uh, for a cat, and you're not a cat person, trust me. And you, I don't know that you were a cat guy either, and you've got cats. Grew They're, up with did cats. You have them? I never yeah. did. I never had them. Have you ever had cats? No. It's weird because you've had them, no? I got them from the ex wife. Oh, yeah. Because and it's strange. I was never a cat person either. And they change you. Yeah. Like the good ones. We had two great ones. One you. of them protected Alex from scorpions. It's weird. It was, yeah. It's like a, the, it's once you thing. have them, you're like, I get it. Like I never got it until this cat. And it, it completely changed how I – I used to be afraid of cats. I always never trusted their, their weird behavior. Their, yeah. you know, their, but I never realized they love bites and all the little scratches are kind of affectionate play. They're just – they're not real good at, uh, at knowing how to – They determine it more so than a dog. Oh, absolutely. Which you end up finding it entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> the they're fact food. that they – but they know – I mean there's definitely an, uh, a bond that happens huge, with cats. Huge, huge. And that purring – I'm going to miss that so much. It hurts sitting there on the bed, and you can hear just happy. So it stinks. But, uh, again, Happy Endings is one of the greatest. Dr. Mike Fixler and his family and what they do uh, gives me great comfort that this will be easy today. But I just – it's part of the part of the cat so dog. So wild, just pet an appointment. The appointment part's hard. because Well, you have to do it. You have to be like, you know, give us our time. And We did an appointment once for my dog, Katie. 
And uh, took her to the park for one last little moment because I'm like, she's not doing good. She's got a fever. She started chasing a duck around and like got better that day. And she had cancer. And we were we were constantly on edge of like, what's what's next? What's next? And she showed us a bad morning. And we're like, I can't watch this. Like pooped blood. And we're like, oh no. And then like we were done. Like this is it. She's had a day and a half of not feeling well. And then something sparked. She ate some ice cream and chased a duck. And she was okay for another six months. And I called Dr. Mike, called me, and he said, uh, We're on our way. And I'm like, I think we got to cancel. Like, she just showed some spark. I don't, and if that happens, it happens. And it was great. But Ros- Roscoe did that the morning that we put him down when Dr. Fixler showed up. Roscoe had been down forever. And he yeah. showed up, and Roscoe bowed up and started yeah. barking and like showed energy that he'd never had because he's trying to protect us. Yeah. Man, he's still got it in him, yep. even though he had nothing left. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. They're the best. So. Uh, they're great people, so I don't want to. I don't like having them come to the house because usually it's a terrible thing. I need to take that guy out for a beer, he and his wife, and just have a normal day with him. Because every time I've seen him, someone dies, and today will be no different. But uh, just an amazing group. So if you're in the same boat I'm in, I highly recommend uh, Happy Endings uh, for for that because it's in the house and everything else. That's the reason we had to make the appointment. We couldn't just take her. She hates going to the vet. Like she she stresses out and panics. I'm like, let's not put her through. We can't put her through that. If you're googling it, it's happy endings pet euthanasia. Yeah, yeah. Don't just Google happy yeah. endings. We've talked to them yeah. about that. Don't yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Some guy. Oh, I mean, boy. There'll be a pussy in it, but it's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not going to get euthanized. It might get put to sleep, <laughs> but not in the ways we're talking about. So, so today is for Lucy, our my sweet little kitty. But uh, strange. Never had a cat thing. Anyway, that's a real downer. I'm sorry, but it's on my Good brain. job, man. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> now let's get back to hacking up Succubi. <laughs> uh, oh, and then the Ripped Apart is on there. That's also nice to bring back. I don't. I pick one, whatever you want. Brett? Uh, whore in this moment looks pretty good. Doesn't go with that. Yeah. All right. I like in this moment, whore. Because the woman's singing about a whore. We can't get in trouble for it, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Not real sure. Not real sure. Yeah, it's you, and you. I highly recommend a cat for everybody. And they're funny. And the funny thing is, is how dogs. Everybody thinks dogs hate cats. They're fascinated by cats. We have two of them that just sit and stare at the cats like it's the best TV show you've ever seen. Yardley, our three-legged dog, just watches those cats like you know superstars just walked in the house. Like, oh, there's the cat. Follows them around, just looking, just like what's it going to do next? When they jump up onto like a back of a couch. The dogs look at each other like, did you see that? That's amazing. How do they balance? <laughs> Unbelievable. Dogs, if they could clap, dogs would be like, oh, that was, oh, what a jump. I, right up onto the table. I get in so much trouble for that. And look at it. It was graceful. Beautiful work. It's pretty amazing. So uh, I am a cat. I am a cat lover because of this cat. Ah. Goddamn pets. You know, if your God had any sort of say in anything, Brady, he'd have made him outlive us. Or at least die the same day we die. How about that? Like uh, Avatar. You have to tie your tail to the thing and have a connection. Your hair ties to their tail. And then when you croak, they croak. Like your hearts become one. It's not dip, fair. Dip, you croak, croak. That's right. It's just not fair. We only get a few years with them. And it's a long time. The longer they live, the harder it is. Like she's 17 for crying out. I wonder if she outlived Big Dog, my pool guy. I haven't heard from him for a while. I should probably check in. I think has been quiet. <laughs> I put him down. <laughs> check out where Mike is. I haven't talked to him for a little bit. But yeah, I got to thank him because without without him having his misery in life, I would have never gotten this cat. She was adorable. Used to attack my feet every night. It was brutal. 
It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.